Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. To be broadcasting to you live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. These sweet, sweet people. This is the Rich Eisen Show. You are trust fund fans. And I think there is a hubris of Packers fans who just say, get him out of here. Rogers is too weird. The Rich Eisen Show. How dare you celebrate that man's departure? Earlier on the show, former NFL general manager Thomas Dimitrov. Still to come, Packers wide receiver Christian Watson. NFL Network Insider, Tom Pelissero. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers about to chime in here on the program. We just talked uh, momentarily, uh, moments ago, with Thomas Dimitrov, the former uh, general manager of the Atlanta Falcons the last hour. He had some interesting things to say. He thinks... The Panthers absolutely traded up to go uh, get somebody in mind and that they're just doing due diligence tire kicking right now. His first initial thought was it's C.J. Stroud. And he's like, knowing the owner, the owner probably (laughs) can watch a lot of college football. And I know Ohio State fans will say, hey, you know, we we won some too. Um, But uh, getting somebody from Alabama, somebody that he might uh, actually kind of dig getting Bryce Young, and they won't be concerned about the height or anything like that. He also said that he thinks it's Arthur Smith's call in Atlanta and that Arthur's just not uh, not interested in changing things around and changing horses in midstream just because the uh, Ravens and Lamar Jackson can't figure out how to work a long-term contract together. That's what his thoughts were, that the general manager, all do, he all do respected Terry Fontenot. <laughs> And um, and he also said part of the reason why the Falcons might be in that uh, mindset is they just got out of cap hell because of some guy who used to be there. It was a funny line that Thomas pretty, just said. Pretty funny. You know? Yeah, that deal with Matt Ryan kind of strapped them for a little bit, but now they're clear of it. Right. Now they're clear of it. So. I kind of like what they've done. They've definitely improved the roster. And uh, if you feel good about Ritter and you bring Heineke in, a guy who's proven – that he can spot start and win some games, then away we go. I think they really like Desmond Ritter. I think they really like the kid from Cincinnati. He's a winner. He's very mature for somebody who's in just a year two. He's a he's a father. He's already got a family going. You know, he's an adult in the room. He's an, an adult in the room. I think yeah. they that 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 was one of the many, you know, uh, attributes ascribed to Ritter that put him uh, uh, up a lot of people's draft boards last year. 
but he wasn't a first-round talent, and that's why a lot of people are looking and saying, so why are you sticking with this young kid who's not a first-round talent and overlooking Lamar Jackson? And the response right there might be, well, didn't a, a, a quarterback who's not a first-round talent damn near win the Super Bowl this year? Look what Jalen Hurts has done in two years as the full-time starter in Philadelphia, what he's turned himself into. Why can't Desmond Ritter do that? Obviously, different games. Different different games that they have. But that was basically, and I, I, I appreciated Thomas giving voice to knowing how things work there in Atlanta uh, for a lot of Atlanta Falcons fans out there who might be thinking, what is happening? Why are we not going for Lamar Jackson right now? Now, I think that that is just not going to happen. So Lamar's market keeps dwindling as we are heading towards a draft that is five weeks from tonight. And I look up on the screen and I see Frank Reich having an animated, fun conversation hmm. with Bryce Young. Frank the Reich day, is so much bigger than Bryce Young. The day <laughs> after. And, and, and it's interesting that you say this because he's looking down, if you will, at yeah. Bryce Young. He's got a good five, six inches on him, it looks like. And the photograph that we showed in hour number one, you want to pop it up again, Hoskins? I saw you had it from Ohio State Athletics. He's looking eye-to-eye with C.J. Stroud. I mean, literally eye-to-eye, standing eye-to-eye with him. Yeah, Frank might have an inch on him, but yeah. And that's why everybody thinks it's Stroud, because Frank likes big, tall quarterbacks. All right, how about this one, Rich? According to Aaron Wilson, who uh, covers... The Texans, for KPRC2 down in Houston, says Andre Hopkins' trade market is headlined by the Buffalo Bills, per sources. Financial expectations might impact any further interest from the Chiefs. Ravens not among the bidders. (laughs) Whoa, baby. Diggs, D-Hop, Gabe Davis. Dig it. Well, Mike Hoskins, Rich Eisen Show coordinating producer, odd that he'd be up on this sort of thing since, wait a minute, he's a diehard Western New Yorker. (laughs) Diehard is not even doing it justice. So DeAndre Hopkins posted the song Buffalo Soldier on his Instagram yesterday? (laughs) Hey-oh. Maybe he's listening to some Marley? Maybe, maybe. Okay. (laughs) Am I reading this right? Well... (laughs) This is this is this is what should happen. As you know, I've been talking about some other scenarios involving the Bills. The one that I thought they should go peg and go get is Derrick Henry. He might not be available because Tennessee might not be rebuilding and wanting to start from scratch. And Henry is incredibly popular there, and he's still great at playing the sport of football. Let me see what I have here in front of me. Indeed, I have him running for 1,538 yards last year. <laughs> so there's that. And instead, we're going to go flip for DeAndre Hopkins. I love the move, obviously, <laughs> if this is what's happening. The Bills getting DeAndre Hopkins and saying, that's Stephon Diggs over there. You don't want to pay 
too much attention to him, guess what? There's DeAndre Hopkins and Gabe Davis smoking, smoke routing his way down the field. I kind of dig it. I mean, it's not a, a, a very... No, not not a, a very strong limb to yeah, go out exactly, on. Uh, exactly. You know, a very thin limb, but we'll see what happens. I, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, he's that, been trending all week. It's just like everyone's just waiting to see what happens with him. If what do you think it's worth? A three, a four? Well, right? you know, it's like Albert had the report yesterday that it's going to be in the similar value of the Brandon Cooks trade. So that was a, that a was three a, and a four, right? Or five? Or that was it, a five and a six. So I, I mean, what a no brainer! What a no brainer! Well, it's a not it's not a sense that he's owed thirty four million guaranteed. Who cares? In the next two years, so what? Next two years, so what? I'm just I'm just saying. Let me ask this question. I mean, I know what the answer for what he's be, what he's owed and all that. He's business. owed thirty four million. He's thirty oh, years old. Hold on a minute. Okay, sorry. It turns thirty one in June. I get it. Let me ask you this question: When the Rams are potentially lamenting, oh, we don't have Jalen Ramsey anymore. Or they're lamenting, oh, well, look, last year was pretty was pretty difficult, injuries and all that stuff. And, you know, we're not able to keep everybody because we can't pay everybody anymore. And this year might be a little bit more difficult. Do you think when they're going through those conversations, they don't look down at that hand of theirs? And see some shiny object back and just think something different. Of course. That's it. You have to go for it. I don't care how much money it is. Figure it out. They got some smart people in that front office. And you know what I do too? I take whatever draft choices I don't have left. What? A third or whatever it might cost? And you know, for Derrick Henry. And get them both. Well, now if that happens... Damian Harris and Derrick Henry running the ball. And Diggs and Hopkins and Davis catching it. And Allen throwing it. Two things. One, that would trump whatever the Jets might be thinking about with Aaron Rodgers. Telling the truth. Jeff Darlington saying they're in on Odell. Who the Jets are? Yeah. Okay. That will trump. And you think last year's bandwagon about the Bills preseason in the NFL media world was full? Okay. So, there you got that, too. Well, stay tuned. I like that. DeAndre Hopkins going to the Bills. Man, that would be something else. Christian Watson's calling in in 10 minutes' time. We'll get that, uh, the Green Bay Packer young man on the phone. I just use those words like I'm an old man. I mean, he's like 21 or something. Okay, so Bryce Young's at his pro day, and the Panthers are talking to him like he's C.J. Stroud. I told you. And wait till he works out. He's working out in 20 minutes. He is. On NFL Plus. Wait till he works out. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's, like you said, Rich, it's going to be yesterday. We were all wowed by... CJ throwing the deep balls, throwing the deep outs, and now it's Bryce's turn. And that's what's going to be. Yeah, and then, then we'll and and, and then will, will Le- Levis tomorrow. Will Levis is going to throw it sixty yards. Now, if I'm Will Levis, I put on a- and I'm not being taken out to dinner by the Panthers tonight. <laughs> then what? <laughs> I want to. It's, it's not that great. 
The best place to eat in Lexington. I mean, I, I, you know, Panthers have taken out Stroud and Young to dinner back-to-back nights. Are they taking out Anthony Richardson on Monday? They should. Sunday night. If they're not, if they're not I'd, be, I'd be concerned if I was one of them. Gene in Florida, let's take his phone call. Line one there, Mike. You're right here on the Rich Eisen Show. What's up, Gene? How you doing, Rich? What's going on? Uh, I was just wondering what you thought about, I mean, I know we talk a lot about Jamar, you know, and uh, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just wondering if you, if you think that it's really going to go too far to where I just heard your your interview with with a guy before an hour yeah, but, on. Right, Tom, Thomas Dimitrov, the former general manager. Yeah, he was like, well, I mean, people really, really quite interested in Lamar. I mean, is he actually doing himself a disservice by, uh, well, by not having an agent and, and just not moving forward with this? Because well, I don't know if – and uh, here's the thing, Gene, is like, you know, if he returns to the Ravens, you know uh, – some people might say is like he's tucking his tail or whatever. By the way, thirty-two million dollars is a heck of a tail tuck that I think most people would take. Certainly, he loves ball. He loves ball. He loves playing it. Uh, and, and business is business. Uh, he he would go back. The question is, is what happens in week ten, week twelve? Um, you know, MCL sprain. What happens again? I, I'm, and thanks for the call, Gene. My counsel to Lamar then would be play and fight through whatever you can. And I know a lot of people will say, well, don't do that, Lamar, because you don't want to put your body on the line for somebody who's not putting their money on the line to the way that you want to do it. And that's part of the reason why, you know, he he, he wants fully guaranteed money, money because he's taken uh, a lot of hits. I saw um, uh, our friend Dan Orlovsky say that he's taken maybe a thousand hits in his career, so he should get all the money that he can. The problem for him is the way that the system is currently running for him is that he is not going to make all $200 million guaranteed uh, happen in a contract because as it is right now, it costs another team in order to do that two first-round picks, the possibility of doing the work and having some other teams sign and get him anyway you might you're not guaranteed to get him in two years you are because they will not be able to franchise tag him again and just ask Kirk Cousins how that all worked out for him it did he was able to finally turn on the franchise that kept on one year franchise tagging him and say I'm out of here see you later and I'll show you what I can do somewhere else that's the, the, the situation for Lamar Jackson and the fact that he has made a demand that the Ravens are clearly not going to meet, reportedly, allegedly, from what it seems from afar, that's earned him the non-exclusive franchise tag. And he is seeing right now that in this current state of affairs, no team is going to go first on Lamar or two firsts on Lamar right now. Certainly when they don't want to potentially give him all that money guaranteed. It's a lot of money and it's a lot of draft capital and it's a lot of changing horses in midstream. How many teams do you think that were 
would even consider putting an offer sheet out there for Lamar Jackson, went into their offseason planning saying, we might be able to get Lamar. In the same way that Tampa went into their offseason planning saying, we might be able to get Brady in the year that Brady was available. Brady was a free agent. You could get him for, for nothing but your money. That's it. So people are going to have to change their plans midstream, and you could sit here and say, it's Lamar Jackson, you should do it. Well, that's just not the way a lot of NFL franchises operate. You just heard that from Thomas Dimitrov. But in terms of awkwardness, I'm sure if he signs that franchise tender and winds up playing for the Ravens, then they have to go into the season together And Lamar, I would proffer to say, should get out there and finish because the last thing he wants to have hanging over him when he does finally hit free agency and be able to sign with anybody is the whole, well, you can't finish a season. This is just, uh, you know, uh, wildly unprecedented. And I I just, you know, don't know how it's going to wind up other than him being back with the Ravens right now. It would be amazing if somebody steps forward and gives him an offer sheet and then creates a conundrum for the Ravens with a five-day clock that starts. Do you actually um, go ahead and and match that? I think they do. I don't think they're going to go into the season with Tyler Huntley. I just don't. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show, reportedly. Don't go anywhere. We also have Tom Pelissaro in hour number three to talk all about this Lamar latest. Coming up. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. And I should know, they kept my car on the road, and they do it with a smile on their face. They offer friendly service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. And that comes in so welcome when your car needs to be put back together, and they do it with a smile so you know you're being taken care of. They got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. And guess what? You should not miss Power Torque Tools DIY days at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Power Torque hand tools come in with a lifetime guarantee, and right now you can save big on Power Torque hand tools, power tools, jacks, and more. Get great deals on a wide range of Power Torque jacks and jack stands, including two-ton jack stands and up to three-and-a-half-ton floor jacks. Let the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts help you find the right power torque tools for your next DIY project. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, live radio uh, Roku channel stream along with the rich eyes and show radio network sitting at the rich eyes and show desk furnished by granger with supplies and solutions for every industry granger is the right product for you call clickgranger.com 
or just stop by. This young man had seven receiving touchdowns in his rookie season for the Green Bay Packers, all within a span of four weeks when he became uh, the fantasy darling of so many. Uh, He's getting set for year two now in the National Football League. Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers making his first Rich Eisen Show foray. How you doing, Christian? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Where have I found you? Where are you right now in the middle of March of your first full off season here? Where are you? I'm down in Tampa. I'm down in Tampa. I train that house of athletes with uh, Yo Murphy. Uh, it's, it's, it's been treating me well so far, so I'm excited to keep on keep on shopping at it in the off season. Okay. And so, where were you one year ago at this time, post combine? Um, and were people knocking on your door? Walk me through what a lot of the uh, soon to be rookie receivers in the NFL are going through right now, Christian. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, for me, for me, it was hectic. It was crazy during this time. Obviously, you know, getting done with the combine, I was uh, doing my uh, 30 visits, and I was, I think I ended up doing eight or nine of those uh, last year, so I was I was traveling back-to-back-to-back, uh, to back to back, making sure I could get all those in in, in that little month's time span before the draft. Uh, so, I mean, it was crazy for me. It was hectic. I was probably on a plane right now headed to a, headed to a team to do some interviewing. Now, did you get a sense that the Packers had you on their radar screen, Christian? Did you get a uh, sense I of did. that? I, I did. I had, a, I had a visit with the Packers, uh, and I, I mean, I, from the moment I got there, I mean, I felt like uh, the vibes were good. Uh, the conversation went well, and, and everything was, was going smooth, and I, I could kind of see their interest uh, in me just as, as a player and as a man just uh, go, going through all the interview process. So I, I, you know, I definitely felt that connection there. So you had an, uh, you had an in-person with them in Wisconsin? You had an, I did, you yeah. You did, okay. Who would you meet with when you were there? Uh, everybody, everybody. I mean, the entire coaching staff, uh, the entire special team staff. Uh, I mean, I, I, met with the, I met with everybody while I was there. Okay, you met with everybody while you were there. Uh, when was the first time you had a face-to-face with Aaron Rodgers? Where you actually saw him, and you were in the same room, and you were looking eye to eye, Christian. When was the first time for that? Um, I think. I mean, he he came through a couple of times. He uh, he didn't participate in the OTAs, but I think the first time I saw him, he had, he had come through. It was it was like right before the mandatory mini camp. He had came in for a day. Mm-hmm. Um, he just he just he just walked by me and said, uh, he said, uh, "What's good, North Dakota State?" Uh, and I said, "What's up to him?" I think that was the first interaction I had with him. Just him passing through the locker room. Well, I mean, in, in the whole conversation, you know, when you were drafted, Christian, was getting rookie receivers or getting new blood at that position for Rodgers. I mean, that was the whole conversation to see who could be drafted to help him out because Devontae Adams had left. Were you aware of all those conversations about the young receivers and Rodgers at the time? Were you fully cognizant of it or you were not paying attention to it, Christian? Um, I mean, for me, it was more so kind of just uh, in one ear, out the other. I um, mean, my main goal was just to, to, you know, from ground zero, just build up my relationship with him and just, you know, try to be that outlet for him as much as I could. Um, so, I mean, it was, it, I, I heard them, obviously, but I mean, it was mm-hmm. kind of just in one ear and out the other for me. Okay. And so what about uh, the early on relationship with Rodgers and you? Christian, you... Uh, yeah, I mean, for me, for me, it was, it was kind of just a rocky start in general, um, you know, having... Uh, you know my my little knee cleanup uh, pre-training camp, and you know not being able to get those reps in with him during training camp. Uh, you know I feel like that was just a, a little a little setback for me because you know I know especially you know for a guy of his experience, um, you know getting those reps in and building up that you know that trust uh, and that confidence you know in in me uh, from him is was you know going to be huge for me, uh, and you know in terms of starting off hot. 
Um, so, you know, I think that that was just a, a little setback for me. But, I mean, it was kind of, you know, another another step in the road. So I kind of just had to take it as it was. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, as, as I was able to kind of get more reps with him and get, you know, get more uh, get more of that confidence built up with him, I think it was just kind of, up, you know, up up from there. Well, then it certainly started to click when you got back healthy and you started playing, you know, uh, and getting a, a, a ton of targets. Um, I, I guess you could say it started – uh, against Dallas, that overtime victory that was your first career 100-yard game, and then you started following it up, um, you know, with that three-touchdown performance with another multiple one the next week. What did click for you? What do, what do you think that was, Christian? Um, I, I mean, for me, it, it was that that, that uh, confidence piece, uh, you know, just, just knowing that, you know, everyone has that confidence in me, and then just, you know, me being able to have that confidence myself to just go out there and just play the ball that I know I'm capable of playing. Um, you know, not you know, I you know, everyone wants to say that they had that confidence, but you know, until you're really out there and you know, performing the way that you want to perform, uh, you know, there's always not in the back of the head. So, you know, once I was kind of, once I was kind of able to you know, brush that off my shoulders and just and just get rolling and, and you know, play the football that I wanted to play. I think it was just, um, you know, that was I had to you know, get that off my back and I was rolling from there. How did a kid from Phoenix wind up in North Dakota State? Oh, from Tampa. <laughs> I mean, you played your high school. You're born in Phoenix. You played high school in Tampa. How did you wind up in North Dakota State? Christian. Uh, yeah, no. So I mean, that, that was my that was my only offer coming out of high school. Uh, you know, I was under recruited. I was I was undersized. Uh, you know, throughout the majority of my high school career. Uh, so you know, I, I was a late bloomer. I think I shot up like you know four or five inches and like 30, 40 pounds going into my uh, senior year. Um, so you know, I was kind of just overlooked up until that point. And in North Dakota State just kind of put their put their trust in me, um, and I ended up being my only offer. So I committed and just you know. Let, let the stones, you know, lay as they may. I just, you know, made the most of the opportunity. Hold on a second. Uh, that's a word I've never heard associated with you is undersized, Christian. What, so what were you as a junior in high school? Honestly, give me, uh, my, give me your high weight. Junior, what do you got? Yeah, my junior season, I, I was around, you know, 5'9", five, 5'10", five, like what? 145 pounds. What? Yeah, and, yep. and, and, then, and, then, and then going into my senior year, I, I was around 6'2", or 6'3", 175, <laughs> 180 pounds. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So you had to like get new clothes and everything. I mean, like that's that's unbelievable. Because right now, I mean, you you are you 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 look like a grown ass man when standing in the end zone, uh, Christian. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you know, I, I shot up out of nowhere, and then honestly, I kept on growing up. You know, because I went to I went to college at you know six two and a half, six three, and right. I you know kept growing to you know six four, six four and a half that I am now, and obviously put you know put on a lot of weight, filled, filled out a little bit more. Uh, so yeah, no, I it, 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 it uh, came in late, but obviously you know it all it all you know came to what it is today. So then, how do you keep it all? Christian Watson here on the Rich Eisen Show. This is amazing. I, I honestly, you know, did not know this about you that you had a growth spurt and then you go to North Dakota State. Obviously, you won championships there with Trey Lance, who I'd love to talk with you about in a moment. And then you suddenly you wind out up at Lambeau Field. Devonte Adams is gone. You got the pressure of being the 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 second round draft choice that you need to come in right away with Aaron Rodgers. You're standing there with Aaron Rodgers of all people. You know at Lambeau Field. And then uh, was your head spinning last year, Christian? To be very honest, was your head spinning? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I, mean, I think the whole process in general is just is just a, a lot to take on. Uh, you know, obviously, it's 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 the dream come true that you know every every football player you know wants. But obviously, you know it's it's definitely a lot. 
Um, you know, starting from, you know, the, the, the day that you're done with your college career and then, you know, you're training for, you know, an all-star game. If, if you had that, for me, it was the, it was the senior bowl. Uh, then, you know, going straight to training for the combine and combine to, to visits and then visits to the draft and then obviously, you know, right out to OTAs. So, I mean, it, it was a lot. Um, it was a lot, but, I mean, it's exactly what I wanted to be doing. So, I mean, I just kind of, you know, took it head on and, uh, you know, did everything I could to, to be the best possible player I could be. Well, then, and obviously now year two, uh, and there appears to be, appears to be a question as to who your week one quarterback is going to be, training camp. It does appear to be looking like Jordan Love. So what is your relationship? How much time have you had with Jordan Love as you and I are conversing with each other in in March, Christian? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously, you know, 12 being the, the starting quarterback last year, um, you know, it, it would seem like, you know, we did, we wouldn't have got a lot of time with, with Jordan. But, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time with, with Jordan Love, actually, um, you know, whether it was, you know, meetings outside of, outside of, you know, meetings and practice and stuff just to kind of, you know, get that playbook down and, um, you know, get a quarterback's, uh, you know, thought process on, on what's going on, you know, outside of, you know, just, you know, getting reps in with 12. Uh, so, you know, we had, we, uh, us younger guys have, you know, meetings with Jordan Love, um, you know, pretty much weekly going into the later weeks of the season. Um, and, and, uh, just getting in the, some of the younger guy stuff. I mean, we had a, we had quite a bit of, uh, younger guy developmental stuff that we did, uh, early in the season. So, you know, got reps in with him. And, you know, I, I think that relationship and that connection is, is, uh, you know, strong already. And, and have you spoken to Jordan lately, Christian? Have you spoken? Oh, I have. I have, yeah. What's going through his mind that you're willing to share? With me, uh, I mean, I, I haven't tried to you know pick his brain too much. You know, I, I know you know with the you know uncertainty of things, um, you know the uncertainty that you know has been around this whole thing. Uh, you know, I haven't tried to you know cloud his mind anymore. Was, I mean, I just you know kind of reach out to him, see how he's see how he's doing his off season, and you know see if he wants uh, you know to get some workouts in, um, you know whatever the case may be. Um, so you know we probably going to go ahead and 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 do that. But, I mean, I, I think he's good. You know, I think that he's. He's, you know, been preparing himself uh, these past couple, you know, years for whenever his moment, uh, you know, whenever his time to sign is, and I, you know, I think he's in a good uh, mental space. And when was the last time you spoke to Rogers, Christian? Uh, probably that was probably around that same time, probably uh, like a week or two ago. Okay. Just kind of talking to him about offseason stuff. You know, what what can I do to to you know get better? What did he see from me last year that I needed to uh, do to improve? Just just kind of stuff like that. And how has he helped in that regard? Not just in the last two weeks, whenever you had that conversation, but overall, how would you say Rodgers has helped you come along as a wide receiver in this league, Christian? Uh, I mean, honestly, honestly, a, a ton. You know, I, I couldn't be more thankful for you know the opportunity to play with him. Uh, you know, my rookie season and just be able to pick his brain. Uh, you know, my number one goal going into last year was just to you know pick the pick the veterans' mind as much as possible. Because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you never know when those guys are going to be done or, you know, never know when they're going to be gone. So I uh, just try to learn as much as possible from, from him uh, was, you know, one of my number one goals. And, you know, I think I did that, you know, whenever I had a question, whenever I had just something shoot into my mind, even if it, even if it seemed like a dumb question, uh, you know, he was always open to, to you know, answering that for me and has given, you know, his, his mindset on that. So, um, you know, I think, I think he helped me uh, develop a lot. And, you know, I think that he helped me, uh, you know, gain that confidence that I, that I gained uh, later in the year uh, just with his confidence in me. And what's your sense? What's your best guess, 
Is it going to be Love or Rogers? I know I'm putting you on the spot, but I'll just do it if you don't mind. What's your best sense of it? I know, again, I know you're just a second-year receiver trying to get better in the league after having a terrific first campaign. What, what's your sense of it, Christian? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, for me, it's, it's just, you know, I know it's, it's probably not what you want to hear, no, but so. for me, I mean, it's just my number one thing in, you know, this offseason has been to, you know, try to focus as much as, as possible on myself and just kind of, you know, let all the outside noises be outside noise. Uh, so, you know, I haven't tried to put too much thought into it. You know, it's, it's you know, above my pay grade. It's, it's yep. not, you know, what I need to be focusing on. So, you know, I haven't tried to put too much thought in it, into it. You know, whoever's, you know, whoever's there when I get back uh, to the facility, is it is what it is. So. so then before I let you go, then let's talk about your college quarterback uh, in Trey Lance. And, you know, knowing what you've seen out of this league and knowing what it takes to be a quarterback in this league, and knowing that he hasn't had much of an opportunity because of injury in uh, last year and then the year before, obviously just being a, a rookie, how do you think he would fare if he's the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, Christian? Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I got 100% uh, percent confidence in, in Trey, you know, not just because, you know, I played with him, um, but, you know, I, I would say because I played with him, I, you know, I know the type of man he is, the type of player he is, and, the, you know, what he's capable of. You know, I think, I think that, you know, all he needs is, is you know, what you said, just, just the opportunity um, for him. I mean, he needs, that, he needs that experience. He needs to just go out there and, and just, you know, be given that time to, uh, to, you know, adjust to the league and, you know, what it takes. You know, I, I think that he has everything that it takes. Uh, he just needs to go out there and, and show everybody. Yeah, I mean, we met him at, in face-to-face at the Super Bowl, and – uh, he said he's open to having a competition with Brock Purdy um, and and with whoever would be there, that he doesn't want the, the job given to him. And that kind of went viral. A lot of folks were kind of surprised to hear that from a third overall pick. And I, I'm wondering what you think of when you hear that Lance said that, Christian. Uh, I mean, for me, I'm, I, you know, I, I love it. You know, I, I love the competitiveness. I mean, for me, I, you know, I think that's the mindset I'll have going in every, every single year, you know, whether I'm a, you know, a second-year guy, a first-year guy, or, or a season better. And you know, I, what you know, what builds people up the most in this league is, is the competition and being being open to that competition. Uh, you know, contentness is, is isn't really going to get you anywhere in this league. If you're happy where you're at, then you're not. You know, you know, I personally believe you're not going anywhere. So, you know, I, I think that you know he, that competitiveness is what's going to drive him and, and you know turn him into the player that I, that I know he's capable of being. Do you got a, a good story about when you realized he he had an it factor? Christian, you got a good Trey Lance story for me on that front from back in college? Uh, was it in a huddle, in a game, in a, any moment? Was it in a practice where you're like, oh, uh, I mean, okay. honestly, for, for me, uh, you know, he was, a, he was a year younger than me, so he came in the, the year after me. So, I mean, uh-huh. he, he came in. Um, and, you know, for me, honestly, he was the same Trey Lance that he was when, when he was leaving as, as, you know, he was when he stepped on, stepped on campus. You know, obviously he was, he was younger, inexperienced at that, at that point, and, you know, so was I. You know, being a second year, uh, you know, sophomore in college, um, but I mean, he still he still had that dog. He had that that grit and that grind. Yeah. Uh, for the moment he stepped on there, you know, with, start, you know, starting out on scout team, uh, just seeing you know seeing him you know perform like you know you know better than the quarterbacks that we were facing week in and week out. So, uh, you know, I, I saw from the moment he stepped on campus that you know he had something about him. Last one for you, Christian Watson. What do you? And again, I, I know I'm I'm asking somebody who's entering year two. Um, uh, of a of a season of a career in the NFL, this question. But you know, there's a lot of Packers fans who are, might be concerned. Rogers gone, Love comes in. 
how good can the Packers be? The offense will have to start from scratch or anything along. What do you say to fans in Green Bay who might be concerned about that? Certainly since you would have a lot of hope placed within you, uh, having seen what you have been able to do after just one year in the NFL. What do you tell Packers cheesehead nation right now, Christian? Uh, I mean, for, for me, it's, it's really just, uh, you know, regardless of, you know, how the situation pans out, you know, I, I think that we can be as, as good as we want to be. Uh, I mean, it's all just going to come down to, you know, every single player, you know, being 100% bought into, you know, getting better and, and you know, coming together as a team. Uh, but, you know, I, I have no worries going into going into this next year, regardless of what the situation may be, uh, you know, whoever it is, uh, you know, running the helm. Uh, you know, I, I know that, you know, we have a lot of talented guys and, and a lot of guys who, who can make some plays and, and make some stuff happen. So, you know, we, we can be as good as, as we want to be. We're just going to have to, you know, put in that work and, uh, you know, come together as a squad. Christian, thanks for the time. Greatly appreciate it. Let's do this more often. Congrats on, on your first year in the league uh, being as successful as it was. And let's do this again, certainly when we have a little bit more clarity in your neighborhood. Yeah, no, for sure. Thank you. I appreciate it as well. You got it. That's Christian Watson. Here on the Rich Eisen Show, coming off of that Green Bay Packers season where, you know, he was drafted in that second round. I mean, that drop in the first game against Minnesota, there's no... I, I, I was thinking of asking him about it, but... Yeah, what's there to say at this point? <sighs> I mean, he bounced back. He sure did. He I mean, when he was hurt, too, right? And he bounces back and then against your Cowboys had a coming out party. Yeah, thanks, Christian. Four catches of 107 yards, three touchdowns, including a 58-yarder. Followed up with two touchdowns against Tennessee, and that's when he disappeared off of your fantasy radar waiver wire. Yeah, raise your hand if you're uh, the idiot who drafted him, and then when he got hurt, dropped dropped him him because you needed the roster spot. That's Chris Brockman (laughs) raising his hand for the radio audience. (laughs) And then he had a touchdown against Philadelphia and then a touchdown against Chicago and then no touchdowns after that. But he did have 104 yards receiving in that must-have final game in Lambeau Field. He was great last half of the year, man. He was. He's going to be the number one. <laughs> just a touchdown maker. Yeah. And you heard, he's just a, he's a young kid. Let me get this right here. 23. 23 years old. He turns 24 in May. And that's that's my point here with with Rodgers and the Packers, and we don't know what we don't know. We just it's obvious that there's something up that we don't know that went down and hasn't gone down, and whatever is playing into this standoff where the Packers are suddenly demanding the value as opposed to just moving on, getting the best that everyone can do. But you just heard, like, part of this may be Rodgers is just walking around. What's up, North Dakota State? <laughs> That's the first words he said to him. Pretty funny. And, and I, I wouldn't blame him. He's a 38-year-old walking around the locker room saying, okay, kid from North Dakota State just met him. Boy, do we need him to grow up fast. Yeah. Oh, what's up, Nebraska? Is that where Dobbs is from? Romeo Dobbs? And so 
maybe he just doesn't want to do it there anymore. And that's totally fine. I get it. Yeah, I mean, that's... And uh, maybe also the Packers... going to hold that against them. ...would be well within their, you know, rights to understand, again, not knowing how both might feel they're grinding each other's gears. Let's have Jordan Love relate to this 24-year-old in a way that a 39-year-old just will never be able to. Romeo Dobbs, Nevada. Nevada. My apologies to the great state of Nevada. And uh, I don't know if they are another kids from Nebraska. I don't know why that's in my head. Look, this thing's over. Another example. It's over. I found it interesting, though, he was talking to Rodgers from two weeks ago as well. What do I have to do to get better? And he said Rodgers always had the door open. Aaron, Ro- Aaron Jones said the same thing. You know, and everybody believes Rodgers is just sick of the kids. It, it, it may be... It may be just sick of... I think he's sick of the adults. Sick of the adults, but I think it just uh, m- might have just been... Office. Again, it's just like, really, um, I, I I need to find my Tampa. Yeah. Like I Brady mean, found his Tampa. You called it a couple of years ago. You know, Brady just leaving and immediately winning a Super Bowl and messed with a lot of these guys' minds. Rodgers, Russell Wilson. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Tom Pelissero, uh I... I I got questions for him about the Rodgers Jets deal. He's there in New York City. I'm wondering what he hears for his ear to the ground there. Uh, coming up, uh, still to come on the Rich Eisen Show. I also have a top five list. I'm going to get into the same top five world that uh, everyone else is in. TJ, you pushed me to do this one. <laughs> this is coming up. Who, me? Yes, you did. That's coming up here on our program. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. Monster.com can help you slam dunk your job hunt just in time to get your gig. You just need to upload your resume to Monster.com and watch it all play out in front of you. There's millions of job openings. Now, you might sit there and go, so I'm going to throw my resume in with with, with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, because guess what? Your resume can stand out on Mm Monster.com. You don't even know it that you're going to be recruited by employers before they even post their jobs because monster.com specializes in building the right teams for employers. Employers are on the site too. And they at monster.com knows how to match you with the best job fits for you. Then when you score the position, monster.com salary calculator ensures you're paid what you are worth a strong performance when it counts just for you at monster.com. So don't mess around, get on the stick and go to monster.com and win your job hunt today. Monster.com. Tonight. Tonight. 
There are many college basketball games. Mm -hmm. Tonight, there are many association basketball games. I will be monitoring the situation from afar. (laughs) I bet. You have no idea what I'm doing tonight. I don't. I'm about to inform you. I have no idea. I am going to a concert this evening. Oh, what do we got? Father of the year. That's me. What happened to my best dad ever, son? Actually, well, Susie was here and got rid of it. Done. It might be up. There it is. Taylor Swift. Yeah, this is Swiftie tonight. No, No, that's not yet. No, coming. No, I'm going to see her. No, no, you're not. No, I'm not. Uh, Hold on. I am seeing tonight at the Forum. Oh, SZA. Who? With Xander. She's big. She's. By the way, he's huge. Rocking. Huge. No idea. No idea. As are the secondary ticket market uh, 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 numerals. How do you spell that? S-Z-A. S-Z-A. Now, I was going to just to play it up for you. I'm so old. TJ. Play it for me. Say, I'm going to see S-Z-A tonight at the forum. (laughs) Just to have elicited that response. Oh, boy. (laughs) That happened to me once. A friend of mine asked me. She worked at the House of Blues. She's like, do you want to come see the G-Z-A? And this went on for a few minutes. And then then finally I went, wait a minute. Do you mean the Jizza from Wu-Tang? She's like, the GZA. I was like, I thought it was literally like GZA. No no relation to Rizza and Jizza? No. So you have not any heard of any of SZA's music? I've heard heard, heard of it. You've heard her music. He has. He just doesn't know who it is. He doesn't listen to new music. Well, that's true. He only listens to talk radio. But it's kind of amazing how Zan, you know, this is how it works with parenthood, Chris. It's going to happen to you one day. I'm sure it will. Would never, would probably never have reached out to start listening to Lizzo if it wasn't for him. And now SZA. (laughs) Why does that make you laugh? See, why does that make you laugh? Rich Eisen eight years ago is not the same man that Rich Eisen today is, is all I'm saying. It's It's a beautiful thing. It's growth. I love it. You know what what I am? I'm a tapestry. (laughs) <laughs> You've just woven. Just There's different strands now that you never thought existed. Yeah, I like it. So Picasso. I might be one of the uh, few people in, in the, the forum tonight. There? We'd be the oldest one there. I don't you know. I will let you know. Be the oldest. I'll let you know. Like, no way. The There'll be other parents. There's going to be parents. First of all, when was the Lizzo concert? Um, was that this year, year or last year? Oh, it was just a couple months ago. I mean, was it in 23? It might have been 2022. So within a year, but I think, within a six-month period, you've seen Lizzo and SZA. Both yeah, of the forum. That's How about amazing. that? Both, Rich, of, both in the city of champions. How about that? Where where uh, where winning time once upon a time happened. This is a beautiful so thing. So here's the thing. is I, I, I will admit I will be definitely bringing up the median age tonight. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm the oldest. But thanks for asking. Keep an eye out. I I, I, I might, might be. be one of the I mean, might, might be. be one of the few that's following you know, um, Tennessee versus Florida Atlantic on my phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You know. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Everybody, you know, has their cell phones out, lighting up their phone cameras, yeah. lights, thunder clippers, and tonight. here I am trying to make sure I've got enough. You know. Enough battery power to make sure that I'm checking up UCLA Gonzaga's tonight. Rich is peeping the end of Nick's magic. <laughs> I did that last year during the uh, Duke North Carolina tourney game. Yeah. I was at WrestleMania watching WrestleMania, but also watching this game on my phone and watching Duke lose to Carolina. I might have to put the March Madness app on the phone, right? Yeah. Or is that yeah. just like that's not getting into the spirit of everything, right? 
Well, the I mean, of what? You're in like a like professional. You also you also got to think about work a little bit. I understand that. So you know you want to have I'm also, fun. I'm also being father of the year. And by the way, she is one of the hottest entertainers on planet Earth. Uh, yeah, she's up. Despite there. you saying who. And that's just that's just on me. It's, oh, it it's not a reflection of her, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you can admit that. I just texted you guys a picture of her. I so. literally, I, I, I just did the Google. I, I truly thought, Google. like, am I going to bring it up today? And if I do, do I say, hey, guess who I'm seeing tonight? <laughs> SZA. Look straight at you, TJ, just to make you laugh. I'd have been like, what is happening? <laughs> SZA tonight, everybody. The RZA, the Jizza, the SZA. There we go. <laughs> Am I have, the am I the RZA <laughs> of this show? The RZA Eisen show? Oh, good one. Yeah, you'd be the RZA of yeah. the Rich Eisen show yeah. because you know you put it together. You know, mm-hmm. even though Wu Tang they form like Voltron and Jizz is the head, but like right. RZA put Wu Tang together, so you'd be RZA. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Rich is a show. Are you the Ghostface Killer? Who's that? <laughs> I'd be man. I think Spec- I'd like to be Spec- Method Spec- Man, bro. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> You're ODB, talking my language. R.I.P. That's my man right there. That's, that's your man right there. Right? <laughs> He's, he showed up once and he hasn't shown up it's again. His, Have we asked him back? That's my man right there. That gentleman is welcome anytime in my house. We need him back. That voice. Will I run into him tonight, maybe? I doubt it. Okay. Holler at your boy. <laughs> Hour three coming up. Also, the look he gave me when I went on my Staten Island spiel. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you're playing to with fire right there. To have yeah. method, <laughs> excuse me, to have Method Man here yeah. and you there, I had to have you bring up to oh, him course, the fact that Staten Island is not really part of New York that's City. That's one of my hits, though. That's it one of your great. greatest hits. Yeah. yeah. It is. And he's not wrong. Along with Daniel Jones shouldn't be paid. That's a new one. Okay. It's on the new. We That's... call those hits, though? Yeah. Are those hits? But Daniel Jones is a new hit. I think it's Chris Brockman's greatest misses. <laughs> Jim, Jim Bay. <laughs> like, this is. Has there ever been a greatest misses album? Somebody put together, hey, that's going to oh be on my, my greatest misses. That miss. is great. Oh, what if Steely Dan put together their greatest misses? Well, according, to, oh, according to Susie, it's every single one of their songs. She, she hates Steely Dan. What? Not a Steely Dan. Oh, my God. Susie. Oh, we're playing. I'm wow. playing pe- I got him. I'm playing Peg. Excuse me. Hey, 19 is one of the greatest songs of all time. Come oh, on. Of all time. Whenever Steely Dan comes up on the Yacht Rock station, it's an instant turn for oh, her. Brutal. I believe that Aja may be in like the top 10 albums of all time. I think Steely Stone. Dan is a more of a male-oriented oh. thing. Man. Believe it or not. Peg? She, Ricky, Peg? don't lose that Peg? number? Stan. Ricky, don't lose that number? Peg? Charlemagne. Did you realize? Steely Dan is a male thing. I think you're right. Hey, 19? I get it. Reeling in the years? Why won't so a woman like a song called Hey 19? It's true. This just in, Mike. Read the lyrics. That's true. I brought up Kid Charlemagne myself. Well, yeah, yeah, that TJ, don't. Yeah, hey 19's not about the last hole in golf. <laughs> <laughs>